0: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast on WeAreCavin.com. I'm Damien Donoghue and as always I'm delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the Anglo Cell, Paul Fitzpatrick, as we look back over and look ahead to the club championship scene in Cavan. Paul, um, mad busy time but we'll maybe start off by looking back over last weekend's junior championship results and the beauty of the system that's in place means that there's drama to the last minute, and I mean literally the last minute when John McCabe put a fist to a ball, stuck it in the back of the Drumleane net, making knockbride uh, or making sure that Knockbride's championship was over. Like it was drama to the last minute.
1: Yeah, look at uh, it is a good system. It's a really good system. Uh, now the only the only problem with it in junior level is it's skewed. As we predicted at the start, it's skewed by the teams who who come up against mahar and Corla. Mm-hmm. Um, no harm to them, but the results show they were a long way, a long, long way behind the other teams in that division. And we saw Mahara, or we saw Mahara losing all their games heavily. Cora beat Mahara, but lost the rest of their games pretty heavily, and they lost one of them by over forty points to my Nugent. And Knockbridge are the team that has suffered really over that because they didn't they didn't get to play either of them mm-hmm. last year. I think it was Tempo Port who didn't play either of them and missed out on score difference as well. It's going to have to be looked at. Um, but it's a great system. John McCabe with the last minute goal, and um, you were telling me that suddenly everyone started looking to their phones when the game was over to see what was happening in the other game when when the game was over in uh, the, in Mola, Mullah. Mullah and everyone started looking at their phones trying to get updates. And I can just imagine the whispers going around the ground. John McCabe was stuck in the net,
0: and uh, you know, yeah, it went it went from elation where well not elation but relief where Noel Rogers was telling me immediately after the game it it went to the phones and Drummond were up by two points and everybody was like oh well thank God look at we get another bite at it and, and we're true anyway and you know everybody kind of then keeping an eye on the phone just to wait for the confirmation of the result and word came through that John McCabe is stuck in the back of the net and and bright new because they had the negative score difference going into the, the the final round that they they were gone so it's it's amazing too like literally all other games seem to be over the Drumleee. Uh, Muncher-Connacht game was running a wee bit late I think there was almost five minutes of injury time in that one and it might have started a wee bit later than the rest but how fitting it was that that you know at the end of all when the other games are finished you are still looking to see what the result was going to be
1: Yeah well I, I remember saying on the, this podcast a few weeks ago that I thought both muncher and mairn Eugen were good even though they, they, I was at the doubleheader and they both lost pretty heavily in the first game up in Virginia uh, Um, My still scored four goals against Killing Care and I was impressed with that and Muncher Connacht also had their moments against North Bride in their game as well there was a lot of goals that evening in Virginia and I I did have a feeling that both those teams were pretty good and maybe just if we got the bounce Mm -hmm. of the ball that they might get through and you know I know Muncher Connacht had injuries but now they've come through Um, who do Muncher Connacht play in the the quarters? It's Drummond Shannon Gales
0: uh, Den and Sorry, sorry. Dan and Shannagels. Dan and Gales, Drumleee, McNugent, Nugent, Connacht play Killing Care. Top, top against. Ais. That's
1: tough draw for Connacht, but I, I would, I would see Martin Nugent coming through against Drumleee there. Yeah, um, you'd you be close. I think they will. I think they will. Um, so I, I think, that, I think that it's a brilliant junior. We said it from the start. It was going yeah. to be a brilliant junior championship.
0: And you've Drummond- play chapelport <coughs> in the in the the two sides from the west coming, well, two and, of the sides and the then west.
1: both have injuries to key forwards so mm. um Ryan Connolly has missed the last two games hopefully he'll be back and Thomas Edward Dunne who could be out for the championship I'm hearing um that's a huge blow to then I don't think they'll win the championship without Ted um but they did show enough in in uh, when I saw them again in the, especially in the second half against Kildallan and I thought you know, they definitely, if they can, if they can hit this level of form, they're capable of hitting a level which would win them the championship. Yeah. But whether they, whether they can be relied upon to hit it often enough, I don't know. Like Killing Care, of the form team, no doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, like whatever was it, fifty-one goals in sixteen games this year. It's absolutely a, astonishing.
0: It's a crazy return, isn't it? Like I, I know they have the biggest asset you can have and and I'm going into Michael Hannan territory here but they have speed in abundance like Kieran Sexton would be the fastest player or Damien Sexton on most teams in the county and yet they're not the fastest player in killing care which is Peter McCabe who is by far the fastest player in the county so to have such speed in your forward line it's just a crazy asset and then they have the one thing that people underestimate how important it is but when you're, I think you spoke about this either last year or the year before. If you're putting together the ingredients to win a championship, the number one ingredient is free taker, a quality free taker, and yeah. Emmet Fitzsimons doesn't miss. And that's why,
1: that's why I think I have fears for Tyrone on Sunday, because uh, if all other things are equal, and they match Dublin all the way they're the they're, to, to they're not going to match up with a free taker. right. right.
0: You're right. You know, it's going to be very
1: hard like no team wins wins a championship without a good free taker.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like and and that's where you'd wonder Drumlane without Ryan Conley Now, young is you Dolan is a corner forward. He's doing well.
1: Gary Tubman's doing really Gary well. Gary Tobin is playing outstanding yeah, football. He's now, right? he's stepped up. I've seen him twice. I've noticed with <laughs> players before. Sometimes you take a you take a lad who who takes frees and he might be taken off the freeze and Colin Gumley was an example in Balignac Um, Niall McDermott broke into the team he was a county player and he was taking the freeze also left footed but McDermott got injured and Gumley had his best year in about 10 years because he was back on the freeze but he was contributing a lot more from play as well forwards a lot of time corner forwards they're poachers and they like to see what they just want to get figures after their name and that's that's what they define themselves by
0: I, I, I call them confidence builders you know, sometimes you just need a twenty metre free to tap it over the bar to say, Okay, I can do that and yeah. then the next ball and, and Maybe that's funny. why it's difficult
1: for goalkeepers as well. The the first the first free kick they get in a game. Forty five, fifty metres. Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah.
0: It's completely wrong. And then you expect them to come up and hit the winner from sixty yards and wonder why they couldn't do it. Like yeah. I, I think it's it's completely wrong, but it's
1: Mickey Hannan when we're on that point, he wrote a great column for Tomorrow's Health and he says that um how Hart, Mickey Hart used to be such an innovator and a risk taker and he, he came up with so many innovations in the game. But then he kind of got spooked by Donegal and McGuinness. And he started going with a copy and paste coaching manual and copying what other things were doing, which was something he never had done before. Mm. And he said the best example of that was Niall Morgan on the freeze. He says, Niall Morgan has missed more freeze than any goalkeeper in the history of the G8. And he probably has <laughs> he's probably, he probably taken has. as many he's taken an awful lot and, yeah, yeah. but he's missed a lot like yeah. and uh, you see you wonder about that
0: it's an interesting one we we, we recently had a debate with the Cavan on the 16s about going into the, the quarterfinal and the semi-final and one of the things as a manager I'd always do is say okay well you're, you need your designated free takers and we had agreed that okay well A and B are going to be our designated free takers and then we thought well hold on a second this is about development, and we have five boys that start in the forward line that all want to take frees. So why not let them, you know, work it out, rotate it around them, that they all get an opportunity to take a free if if they if they're fouled, they can take it themselves. But what I noticed with it was, especially against Longford, was when a lad was struggling with confidence to get on the ball or maybe to get into the game, the lads, in fairness to them, they 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 let. The player that was dipping in confidence, take the next free, and it built them up into the game. A good example was Darren McGorn, who wasn't having a great game, but got a free, tapped it over the bar, and scored two immediately after it. The next time, so when you when you have the confidence builder there in the free, it's a it's a huge asset to have around. So it'll be just it's it's interesting now looking at that junior championship just to bring it back to it. You'd you'd have to say that the two form teams are, the two teams have finished on top drum lane and Killing
1: Care. Yeah, they both have a 100% record. I, I think along with Lara, um, and do Arva have a 100% record yeah. as well? So yeah. I think but the, I
0: th- one of them will lose that 100% record. Someone's because, always got to go at yeah. the same boxing, yeah. And like, that was what we saw with Collins
1: and Lara at the weekend. But yeah, look, to call it in the junior, I'd agree with you, I think Killing Care are the form team, but uh, a championship like that where you have four group games and three knockout games... Can you maintain your level of form for seven matches? That's difficult. You're, you're almost getting into league territory there. Seven matches to win a championship. Do you know what I mean? Kerry, Kerry won a lot of All-Irelands winning four matches. Um, mm. You're almost getting into... You know, if you're a county team, you're almost getting into National League territory there with just seven seven games. Can you hold your form for that long? Would you be better off um, coming in as a, like a slow burner and catching light in the knockout stages?
0: The question, and, and this is me with maybe a little bit of Killing Care tinted glasses is did Killing Care have to play at their top form to get to this stage you know are Killing Care at their best at the minute I don't think that they are yeah it's it it's this morning. They I'd t-
1: love to see them win it because I know how hard they worked and, and didn't get over the line in the, in the intermediate but uh Still, it's easier
0: for McCabe to come back into the team there, and,
1: and I think I think they need him as well because okay, I've only seen him that once, and they, they they coughed up a lot of scores against Mernusian. but I think he'll be an addition there. But I I think that um the the challenge for Killing Care is going to come on the day that they don't get three or four goals, on the day that some team sets up and is able to stop them, or maybe the goals just aren't going in. You know, are they are they are they going to um, be able to click
0: mm-hmm. this year? I was just looking through it because I, I, I was curious to see their goal-scoring record and as we said earlier on, 51 in 16 games. There was only, I think, three games that they didn't score a goal in so far this year and they won two of them with high scoring, in 18 points and they lost to Killa scoring 12 points. Um, so you're probably right. If there is an Achilles heel, it's if a team sets up incredibly defensively and blocks out the spaces, can they can Killing Care then find enough points scorers?
1: yeah well that's going to be interesting but uh, look uh, the 8th best junior teams are probably true like Kildallan
0: well let's let's just even take that away from it we, we'll come back to your beloved Kildallan in a bit no
1: they're not my beloved Kildallan anymore <laughs> they punch <laughs> the la- the you too la- often <laughs> 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 it's a sore point it's not, it's not me it's it's them, it's them. <laughs> The last time we did a podcast, um I had lost I was gone, I'd lost yeah. faith in Kildallan and the tournament and won the next game
0: against Not Pride. That's right. <laughs> which was a big game yeah. a big, and a big win, but then they were handed a, a difficult draw. Drumlane in the last round, you know, local derby and against plus, one of the favorites.
1: They should take they should take it as as a compliment because I know that that Drumlane we're looking that saying we have a chance to put Kildallan out. Yeah, and yeah. even though Drumlane didn't, right. didn't necessarily have to win that game, they were two already with three wins. They still but want then to rid
0: the, of, Get rid of get rid of Kildallan and, and killing care. were saying saying same, not right. Mm. I know that for a fact, but let's look back before the league before the sorry before the championship started and on the tip of most people's tongues for the favourites for that junior were knock bride going on their league form, in, form I, I think that they would have been the highest ranked junior team in the, yeah, in the county I'd say so
1: and in the last few years whatever junior teams were playing in in division 3 when there was 4 or division 2 when there was 3 league divisions generally did well like you saw with Bally McHugh and even Drummond Lee last year yeah um, I, th- I think Lee were in the yeah, division, division two, two. yeah yeah so and yeah. they were in the final last year you know that's definitely has has stood the teams in the last few years so look, look Bright are going to be very disappointed the only thing is they're extremely young I think they had 14, 20 or younger played the last that's year that's
0: right yeah they had indeed and th- probably the disappointing factor though for not Bright and, and, and I think you use the analogy all the time that whose need is greater who wants it the most that's that's overest or underestimated lately in, in in Gaelic football, especially people are thinking of tactics and systems and and set pieces and that they're most important. But when you hear of McBride players, you know opting to go for a concert or opting for something else instead of going to a game, a championship game, then the desire of the group isn't high enough to achieve the target that's in front of them, and that's that's probably the number one factor that McBride. Didn't get through because the group didn't want it enough.
1: Sounds like it, you know. I know a few fellas were away and things like that, and you know maybe it's a big ass young lads put football force all the time. I never would give our tiny lad who didn't. Oh but, no, but it's uh, a personal choice. It's and, a personal and choice. And like
0: it's, it's not a condemnation of them, but it's just a reality that if if it's not your priority, it's somebody else's. Yeah, and therefore they're going to want it more and work harder for it.
1: Yeah, well, look, it's hard to argue with that logic, like. But I, th- I think. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the junior championship games. I yeah. don't see any mismatches in the quarterfinals, And I think we'll see another upset or two there. Yeah,
0: it'll be ve- I like. Shannon Gales
1: would be a, would be, would I, be a team we watching. I just going to
0: say that. I like Shannon Gales are coming. And I think that then, if they're not on top of their game, that could be the, the upset in it. That, well, look, whoever
1: you know. wins that championship, Damien, mean, it'll be a popular win. Killing Care would be a popular win. I, very few clubs in the county have gone as long without winning the championship as Killing mm-hmm. Care. They've won one since the early 80s. Um, Shannon Gales won, they won a junior championship in 89 I don't think they've won a championship since 89 and I've been plugging away there and I've had a lot of immigration issues and stuff like that and I've come pretty close lost a couple of junior finals by a point 10 years ago or so they'd be a popular winner you know Lee would Lee are coming back looking to get back with that bunch of lads a lot of the same lads who won intermediate medals mm-hmm. um, and are well liked and respected around the county the same with then um, you know it, it's going to be a great Great uh, conclusion to the junior championship now. I can't wait for it. My on another one. Yeah, Do you know, yeah. and my play a nice attacking football, put up a lot of scores, a couple of cracking yeah. players there as well. But I'm really looking. to of course, to, as well. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing our junior champions going into Ulster. I, I really yeah. can't wait to see that because I, I think we'll be very strong. I yeah. genuinely think we'll be very well, strong. We have been strong the last couple of years, but the
1: results just didn't come. But um, I think th- yeah I agree they're going to be very strong the winner of it
0: yeah we'll move on to the um, that was the Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Football Championship quarterfinals are this weekend um, they're, they're all on Saturday
1: Moving in the golf and a major or whatever they call Saturday moving day that's when you make your move that's <laughs> yeah. when that's when you really know where is, the winner's going to come from this group or whatever so Saturday's a real moving day because there's so many games on and it's going to separate the wheat from the chaff
0: yeah definitely is Kieran Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial, commercial, and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996. Reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit, or if you need any electrical works carried out, why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049 433 3 0111. So, yeah. We'll move on though to the Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Football Championship um, and last weekend there was a full round of fixtures I suppose the, the big clash in it, Paul was Lara against Coo Hollands and Lara came away with a one point victory
1: One point victory, I wasn't at the game but I know there were, there were level 8 times and uh, in the last minute of the game uh, Brian McGee kicked a free to put a point in it in injury time they got another free 40 yards out and, and um, my understanding is that As as McGee was about to take the free um, and was likely to score, it, although conditions were tough, I think Adam Riley was hanging with a fella in the square. Referee Martin Sexton came in, issued a black card to Adam Riley. This was going on while McGee was lining up the free. uh, Issued a black card to Adam Riley. Threw the ball up. Ball was thrown up. Cullen's won it. Kicked it up up the field. Game over. Cullen's won it by a point. So. That, that was that was. Lara, Lara. won it by a point. Or oh, sorry, Lara won it by a point. So yeah.
0: Lara, the ball was thrown up. Lara won it. Lara won it. it, booted, the way, it booted the way, and the w- and whistle and went. Jesus so it was that tight. It was that tight? Now, I, why would and and again, I I wasn't at the game, and this is the first time after hearing of it. Why would Adam Riley start wrestling with somebody on a Cuhollan's free? Well, I mean that
1: that's a question. Like, uh, you you'd imagine it, the motivation to wrestle or whatever might be in the other and the yeah, defender thing. But then um, again, why would a defender start it? And risk a get, free getting brought up when it was forty yards out. So it's it's a, it's, you know, six one and a half a dozen other. We can't comment yeah, on whether it was yeah. a free or not. But um, the only thing was, Kirk Cullens are are likely going to get through. They've got four points. I know they have Ballyhays in the next round, which is
0: tough. But would you still get through on four? You possibly will. Yeah, like ninety percent of the time, four will get you through. But <coughs> there's no guarantee. There, and I, I was working out permutations last night and there are scenarios where four points won't get you through um, in, in this year's Intermediate Championship. There's also a scenario, though, um, and I can't just think of the exact permutation, though, where Hayes could potentially get through on three points um, in eighth position. And they so have three at the moment? They have three. So Ballyhays technically could lose and still get through, but they would have to rely on all of the other results going exactly their way and there might even be draws in there would there? I don't think there was any draws in it I think it was just wins and losses I, I worked it out on so okay. but um, yeah it, well, it'll sure, be very interesting is, um, when you're at it I would <coughs> I would
1: have been interested to see what the odds were because I had a sneaking suspicion that from giving my torn Balliades over based on the amount of players Balliades are missing and the injuries that they're carrying and you know it, it, met, it really leveled it when you take out four or five of those key Ballyhays players either weren't playing or, or were carrying injuries it was a level playing field and Drumgoon stepped it up like Drumgoon can still step it up you know they're an aging Drumgoon team but um, they still have that bit of, bit of class about them as well Like, and they just got the job done seemingly big Mick McDonald, 10 years after playing midfield for Cavan in the Championship against Antrim he's uh, seemingly he lowered things in the second half of that game
0: yeah, five points win, it like it, it. wasn't just the descript over the line, the, the script over with half of what Ballyhea scored to spare.
1: You know, I said it all year. I'm patting myself on the back a lot in this podcast, <laughs> but I did say it, I, f- I felt that Ballyhays and Arva were the two teams that I thought were as good as anything in the intermediate, but I didn't think either of them would win it because it's so hard to keep going every year, long years. If you take it, Ballyhays went from during an intermediate final, um, they were in the latter stages of the Intermediate a few times they got to the Intermediate final and won it they went up to see the Senior they, they uh, were very unlucky to go down from Senior lost a replay to Kiligary and then got bloody Cavan Gales in a relegation playoff like that's as mm-hmm. tough as it gets and that was the only time there was ever three teams put down that, that, that was the unluckiest relegation
0: two years in a row it was three teams put down oh sorry yeah, yeah. but
1: ordinarily they never would yeah. have been in that position and certainly wouldn't have, wouldn't have got Cavan Gales yeah. who who suddenly didn't lose for the next 18 months Like, yeah. but um. They came down, of the of they started that winning run for Calvin Grace <laughs> yeah <laughs> they came down and went back to the intermediate final Yeah, and uh, you know, in my opinion we're, we're probably the best team in the championship last year but Shercourt just timed their run a few things went wrong Shercourt were deserving winners in the final mm. And but I just thought it's going to take an awful lot for Ballyhills to come back again this year and go to the wild again and um, I think we're seeing that I'm, I'm, I have to say I was at the Arva-Baileyburg game I was impressed with Arva um, very impressed with Arva in fact but I, I still think, again, a couple of injuries and it's going to be tricky for them. I think the two mid-lades are going away uh, to yeah, overseas work. to work. Um, Conan Sheridan was just back and was playing well and went off with a hamstring injury. Um, co- uh, a couple of other injuries like that along the way. James Morris is injured at the minute as well. That that makes it difficult for Arva, but they're still going to take a lot of beating.
0: Yeah, but then you look at the reverse of that. If Conan Sheridan's injury isn't too bad and he's coming back then to fitness, coming into the quarter-final, semi-final, final. James Morris may be doing the same. All of a sudden, the momentum shifts from a negative to a positive that you're increasing your personnel rather than decreasing. Yeah, so when you need the most. When you need the most, it, it can happen very, very quick. Cornifane, um, Kilachandra, I was at this game, and I have to say, for me, this was an upset. I thought Cornifane were going to win this game. Um, at halftime, they were... We were after playing against the wind, Fane and they were leading by three or four points and Kilishandra just came out second half and absolutely blitzed them playing against the wind. Um Fane looked like they had absolutely no answers. The, the half forward line for Cornafane or for were were sublime. Thomas Thomas Riley played as a wing half forward and Daniel Luby at centre half forward and between them I think they scored Six points, five, six points, um, all from open play. Alessandro
1: are, are struggling for numbers, like,
0: yeah. like I saw the t- picture of
1: four on the bench. Yeah, I was going to say their panel, their panel looked tiny. Yeah, they had right. four sitting down on the bench, like, like that's you know. a setback for Fane there. Yeah, but Cornafain, you know, I was glad to see the win in the junior last year, like, but I, I don't, I don't like the way they've been playing this year. I've seen them twice now. I saw them against Kukulans And I saw them against Bally Hayes, and like they're very aggressive. They're they're extremely motivated. Yeah, and they're coming up off the back of winning the junior championship at a good run last year to the, was to the quarters or semi-final at intermediate, and they're very they're very motivated. You can see that, but they're getting a little bit distracted. They're involved in, in rubbish on the field
0: and handbags and stuff like that. And the funny thing and was, was that going on the last day? yeah, it was. Now you expect it because it's a local derby, um, but the funny thing was that they corner fan. That usually, like you expected to see it, they were going to go in and, and, and try to rough things up and, and, and get it to an aggressive style of game. But that actually suited Kilashandra more than it did Corner Fane. Kilashandra are physically big, big men. Like there's a lot of big, strong units. And while Austin Fitzpatrick went off injured um, in the first half, two Corner Fane players went off injured, I think, in the first half, or before half time. And one of the Whartons. Took a heavy knock as well, and literally was on one leg most of the first half. You know, came out in the second half and looked a little bit freer, but definitely wasn't wasn't one hundred percent. So you've got to Maybe choose the, the teams that you're going to try to pick on, yeah. and and you know don't don't pick on Goliath when you're only David yeah. because you you, you well, need David a sling Goliath in the end of- Yeah, but he had a sling. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to go body to body contact, so bring a sling if you're going to pick on the big boys, you know. But it's uh, yeah, it just didn't it didn't work for Corner and and they seemed to 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 physically just kind of wither away a wee bit while Kilaishandra were just that bit physically stronger and it suited them.
1: Yeah well like, like It's not that long ago Killa Chandler were in a senior Championship semi-final like, and, um, With a big strong team With a big strong team like, So the remnants that are still there Obviously Declan McCarron was the talisman that time and he's gone Paddy but King is gone as well. Paddy King is he overseas
0: as well? Well, no, he's he's injured. He he's had injured. to get an operation of some sort. I think I heard somebody in the stand saying so. But that'll do them. That'll do wonders for their confidence. Yeah, definitely will. Red Hills against Beltor but I actually thought Red Hills were going to win this one because Beltor were so depleted.
1: Yeah, I tipped Red Hills in the paper, um, but and Red Hills got off to a great start in this game, but. No, but Torba got the job done. Mm. Didn't hear too much about it. Only really that really Hill had a good start, and Torber came back into it, and Henry he scored five frees. That's that good free taker we're
0: talking about. Worth um, its weight in gold. Yeah. Um, the final game then was Sunday evening. Ballymickiew against Mullerhorn Mullerhorn getting the job done, um, convincing second half display to help Ballymickiew to just one point. But it's look at your your. The, the, I, I'm reluctantly saying the old dog for the hard road, but Killian the Gunner just kind of dictated situations very very well and, and, and like that where Mullerhorn missed five frees against Balearborough in the previous round I think only missed one out of eight frees so, or seven frees so that was a, a huge plus Cormac Riley being back um, and Gavin Brady on the frees it, it it made a huge difference so Absolutely yeah well I was at Balearborough and Arbor on Friday night now and Arbor were brilliant like
1: um brilliant for the first 15 minutes there were 7 nil up after 15 minutes went 9-1 up and suddenly Baileyberg got a penalty in fairness they brought on Michael Argue and uh, mm. showed his quality he he won a penalty um, Rory Farrell scored a penalty and then uh, they got another goal from Gary Daly sort of waltz in and stuck it in the corner and then uh, suddenly they went, and Argue kicked the point suddenly they went in a point down only two, two, uh, 9 points to 2-2 two, two. and uh, came out in the second half free from Brendan Argue drew level and then in fairness, Arva kicked five in a row. But
0: why was Brendan arguing not Rory Farrell on the freeze? In the second half. Rory Farrell is probably the best free taker in yeah, the
1: county. He was, yeah. But well, Brendan took that
0: one. Um don't
1: know don't know um Must have otherwise, injured, yeah. Must have been injured. Um it's difficult sometimes when you're at the, the, the games in club venues. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to sometimes to get all the substitutions and things like that, yeah, right? You'd be you'd be chasing their MPROs after, but yeah. Um, no, I thought Arva came up with five points in a row, and and then they got a wonderful goal from Johnny McCabe. Absolute quality. He's playing good football. Uh, stop. He got the ball on the left wing. Was nothing on, and he absolutely no danger. And he took on his man, skinned him. As soon as he did that, you could see it opening up. It's like Jesus, you could see what he was trying there. He came soloing in from the left on his left on his left peg and then as he crossed the goals, he shot back across his body with the right foot into the bottom left corner. Oh, I was classed, classed. I
0: love to see that scale. I love to see a player being able to solo one foot and then kick with the other. It, yeah. it, it's beautiful because defenders are thinking, oh, he's soloing with the left foot, he's going the wrong way, we have him. And then all of a sudden you pull out that opposite leg and defenders are just spinning.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he, was, he was classed. And Kevin Boucher was really good as well. And Also, the two wing-backs, Ellis, Danny Ellis and... Uh, Fimber make a venue were very good too bombing up in there in the field all evening mm.
0: they'll be look at Fimber Riley is in coaching them uh, Fergal the Gunner obviously was was there in the backroom team when they won the intermediate the last time they'll, they'll know what it takes to win an intermediate there's no doubt about that and they'll be well prepared for it
1: Kieran so. Brady was not his usual uh, command himself as well so um, one of his quieter games but there'll be more in him as well for the next day
0: yeah and Bar um, took on Butler's Bridge on Saturday evening and um, Butler's Bridge came away with a 6 point win 113 to 110 um, but I believe that Grod McKernan was was sent off towards the end of this game Yeah
1: I heard that now I didn't I heard it was, I heard it was a bit of a royal rumble but yeah. um, didn't hear very much about this game uh, to be honest um, I know Chris Corn was playing for Swad. it's the first thing I look for in the team sheet. how much the Geroad scoring was Corn playing because Saturday
0: evening games he's not Usually about yeah yeah his name was on
1: the team sheet anyway but um yeah look the bridge again the bridge I wouldn't rule them out of winning the intermediate championship either they just they just or certainly that I could see them taking a scalp mm, they could yes. surely see them taking a big scalp if if it just clicked for them
0: well as it stands now they sit on four points so you know the chances are strong for them to get through to the next round like a draw would guarantee it. Um just I can't think who they got in the final round, but it's uh you know they won't be too far away from it um Swan Lombardo sit bottom of the table with, with no points, so their championship essentially is over now they can't um they definitely can't qualify Fane are in the same boat well, sorry, mathematically Fane could get up to three points, which I think puts them on the same as as Bally Hayes, but their score difference is so inferior that i don't think cornofan can realistically look at uh, look at qualification so who are
1: we looking at um, to be in a relegation playoff
0: there well again now and i'm not a 100% sure in relegation playoff but i think all teams are involved as in once you don't make the quarterfinals you're in a relegation so that is six teams six teams which means you have you'll have three bites at the cherry i think to uh, you'd have to lose you'd have to lose at least two games anyway uh, if not three to be relegated right okay um, but like if, if you were going on the standings as they sit now Kilachandra Baileyborough Drumgoon Bally McHugh Kornufin, and Swan Bar one of those six would be going down but um, you know Red Hills are, are only ahead of Kilachandra on score difference and Ballyhays are only ahead of both of them by a single point so that that bottom six will change with the last round there's no doubt about that but um there's a free weekend so there's not in the preview in the intermediate Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan Longford Leitrim Monaghan Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years a family owned and family run business Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA if you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle Check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Looking ahead then to the senior, or maybe looking, yeah, just this coming weekend in the senior, um... It's round three, and it's the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship. Round three, starting off Friday night, Kilashandra and Shercock in uh, in Mullagh. That that'll be interesting because you'd look at it and say, yeah, uh, Kingscourt going to win that game, but the fact that it's a local derby, Kingscourt and Shercock. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, did I say? I think I said something else. Yeah, Kilashandra. Yeah. King, Kingscourt, Kingscourt and Shercock. That's
1: a, that's a real interesting one, I think, because. When did they last play in 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 the championship? I'd say it was the seventies. I was thinking about it. So I think Shercock only played uh, a year or two at senior uh, in the eighties. Um, I know they played it in eighty six, and they, they lost to the Crystal Law that year, and it was a knockout that time, and they must have went back down. So it could be the seventies because before that uh, Kingsport were intermediate in the seventies. Um, there's a chance they mightn't have played in, in the championship in forty odd years. Wow! Because Kingsport have have been senior solid obviously since the eighties, like so it's a, for neighbouring clubs they, they play together on the age a lot they've managerial links there Shercook and Kingsford in the last couple of years they've got a load of them have won Ulster under 21 and minor medals together like Clark Sankey um, Joe Dillon Park Faulkner Barry Riley mm. they all would have played together on a lot of teams and played underage won minor championships together and this is a very rare meeting um, at adult level for them so that in itself you're, you're, it's a novel game. It's bound to be a great leveler, um, you know. Plus, if someone had said to you two weeks ago, oh, I think shercock will tighten Kingsford," you, you said you've been calling for the men of white coats. But suddenly, Kingsford having beaten Lavi pretty well, and Shercock had been hammered by Crush Law that's all changed on its head. And and you're only as good as your last game in these type of competitions. Mm. And Sharak have had a good result against Garin. I should have won it. End up getting a draw. Kingsford were very poor against Lack And when it mattered, kind of in the last fifteen minutes, they, they faded away. I'm not going to tip Shercock, but I'm I'm going to say that it's going to be tight, and I wouldn't fall over shock if Shercock pulled it off. I think, I think I can see that being a very tight game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't argue with anything you've said there. So I'll move on swiftly because on Saturday afternoon, all of the rest of the senior championship games are Saturday, either afternoon or evening. Two o'clock. There's two games down for decision: Coot against Lacken in Ballyhays at two o'clock, um, and Castlewran against Rammer in Crosskeys at two o'clock. I uh, suppose Could Hill against Lacken have history going back to their intermediate final a few years back? They have history, yeah. And I, I think that, um,
1: you know, I think Could Hill have an awful lot of pace. They've got pace all over the field, and Lacken don't have pace all over the field. Lacken have pace in a couple of key positions, but they don't have pace, we say, on the wings, for example. They don't have much pace at all. I think Could Hill can hurt them there. And, and Bally Hayes is a big field. Bally Hayes is going to definitely suit Could Hill. If John McCutcheon can can um, get the better of Thomas Gallagher or even get fifty fifty there around the middle of the field, which I imagine that'll be the battle there, um, suddenly there's one one man who's been coming up with a lot of the scores for for Lacken. If he's thwarted a little bit, if McCutcheon can can run with him, if he has the legs for that job, he's ten years old. Or that's you can that can be a benefit or or, or not. But um, suddenly they're looking to have probably Nile McCarran because those two fellas have been kicking the majority of their scores. Like. I think, uh, especially with Ray Galligan out, yeah, very like the last day. McCarron sco- scored seven points. He had another good point. Uh, that that the, um, it looked good to me. The umpires gave it, and the referee ruled it out. He had a great, he had a great save. Uh, pulled a great save out of James Farley. He scored seven, and he also he literally handed one one on a plate to Shane Minor as well. So you know, th- and Galligan came up with three points. So I think if Cudhill can 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 stop McCutcheon, I think they'll have too much pace for that. Can to be honest? Yeah, it's going, going to be going very upset
0: interesting. There. Yeah, Ray Gallagher to me is the, is the key. But Enda Hessen on well, the Ray other injured. side, Ray's injured. That's yeah, the point. Yeah. But Enda Hessen didn't play the last year. Would he, he come on? So, is is there a problem with Enda Hessen, You know, as in
1: is he injured, or I don't know why, why Hessen wasn't playing. But I do know that if you look at the Lacking team, um, Shane Finnegan got a goal against Rammer. Take take Shane out of it, and all their scores came from three players against Rammer. Mm, um, whereas all, all the Rammers' yeah. six forwards scored that day, so it was mm-hmm. a battle kind of between two or three men and and six and, and, or and,
0: or, or, and 15.
1: 15. <laughs> but also the last day, like if McCairn and, and, and Galligan accounted for 10 points between them, and um, Shane Minor came up with one two. I think that was all the score the last day as well. Yeah. Whereas if you look at that, that Good Hill team, like let's say Hessens back in the team, you've Tom Hayes, Colin Smith. Uh, Enda Hessen Stevie O'Connor John McCutch is always good For a couple of scores Yeah uh, Dean Conley might come up And get you a score Owen mm. Roach might get you a score You know They've got Never mind the scorers. Carnies Yeah well I, I don't know uh, Which of the Carnies Are playing at the minute Because I think One of the lads is away And one of them has an injury okay. But uh, I haven't seen I don't I think Jermard was playing But I don't think Keevian is playing at the minute Or John Or John has got an injury I think okay. uh, But they've got scoring power Everywhere Yeah
0: Yeah from all over the field it'll be it'll That be can a beat too much five
1: points in the league but that was back I think around the 12th of April so um, the, I wouldn't the, need anything the to that. the
0: solid sod it'll be a different a different uh, prospect when those speedy could Hill boys get at it I think you could be right I think Ballyhays is the key in this one that that the space in Ballyhays The other thing, the other thing is, is Hill could, or, Hill.
1: could Hill are unpredictable like, there they, they could dip you know they do kind of very widely within league, they win the league a lot. Like, you might see them get, losing to some weaker team. And then, you know, th- th- like in the last two years, they've played the Gales in the Championship, beat them two years ago and drew with them last year. Mm. You know, they beat Castle in the league this year. They can pull off big results, but can they put two big results now back, back to back? That's the next question. Yeah,
0: it is. Moving on to the Castle Rahan Rammer game, I suppose this is the tie of the round, um, two o'clock in, in, in cross skis. Castlebar, for me, the form team in the championship at the minute. Ramor with a good result against Kilgarry in the last round, um, and obviously a good result in the first round as well against Lacken So it's uh, it's, it's two teams on four points. Yeah, I look at. Oh, sorry, three points for Castlebar. Sorry. Yeah,
1: I think I think um, this is the making of a cracking game. Obviously, probably there's probably no two teams. Maybe maybe the likes of Balian and Lacken but not many teams that would know each other as well as these two teams. Like the, 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 a lot of them would have went to school together, um, and they've played a lot in big games in the last couple of years, including a drawn and replayed county final. Um, I I think that Castlerahan they've lost the last three county finals, as we you know, but I think this is the strongest Castlerahan team. Um, yeah, Like they've brought it. McSweeney is back. He was was gone last year. I know he was there in the past. Brian Ennis is a good addition in there. Huge. They've brought through this young lad, Carol Cosgrove, coming off the bench. Good addition. Yeah. They've they've got. Um, Ushin Cairns is a hell of an addition. Yeah, like he, I know he was there last year, but he's really found his feet this year. So if you compare them to where they were at, say, and even last ago, year
0: they're missing Paul Lukey, true. Paul
1: injury. Lukey, like he's back, and Porrick Smith, Porrick Smith, he wasn't yeah. there when his run started. He's come back from Australia the last mm. couple of years playing well. I think they're strong now. I have to say, but they're going to need to be obviously to win it. Gonna ha- they're not going to win it with a, with a, with their weakest team. It's going to have to be their strongest team in this era of Casaran. So, um, I think that I think that. Uh, the form player, probably well on the Rammer side certainly the form player is probably Brian O'Connell. Like he's been playing brilliantly, and he was brilliant the last day against against um, Kiligary. So can they can they um, reduce his influence on kickouts? Like he was dominant on Kiligary's kickout and Rammer's kickout the last day. He's wearing six. They've got Casaran. have got to, have got to keep him um, on the wraps. And I think also Connor Bradley, obviously, is the pulse of the team as well. So he's going to need to be kept quiet.
0: Speaking of Castle Ryan's additions, Rammer have two additions um, to the team. Is he McLachlan? They've got yeah, McLachlan from Leitrim. He Leitram won a few championships Mowell. with Mohill. at full back for them. And then they've got um,
1: Shane McInerney, who was the Mead captain. Like like Shane as well in his 30s now. Um, and then they've got uh, Niall Murphy as well, my own man. Yeah. So the, and the three of them are starting as well so that's three three great additions but I still think that that um, a lot depends on O'Connell like it's no coincidence O'Connell was injured last year and didn't play I don't think he played at all in the championship no, no. and you know Ramo, Ramo weren't nearly as strong he's like he's he's brilliant like, he's a brilliant player like I I would say we're going to name a team in a few minutes, a <laughs> possible county team. The Crack
0: Stars. I'd have him on it. but Look, I'm going for a draw on this one. I can't separate them. I'm going for a Castlerahan win. I just think Castlerahan have have a little bit more about them this year than I've seen, and, and I think that they're, they're looking to attack teams, and that's where Castlerahan, for me, are, are very, very good, when they attack teams. When they start to flutter about with balls in the middle of the field going lateral, they're a very average side. But when they go at you, I think they, they have something... Probably ahead of most teams in the county. That um, if 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 can continue to attack, I think Caslaran probably will win this championship. You know,
1: well, I have a piece in tomorrow's paper where I rank the top five sides in the county, and I've got them at one. Mm, very uh, good. I look worth.
0: forward to hearing the rest of them. for the other well, four. After, the, we'll
1: after after number four, I think there's a drop off.
0: Right. We'll we we'll, we'll, we'll not spoil it on the listeners. They can pick up the Anglo Cell tomorrow to, to gather that hunk Crushala against Balignac, uh six o'clock in Ballamakew. Um Ballenya suffered an injury blow to Butsy. I think he broke his leg. Um, you know, Krushalaw did be expected to win this one, wouldn't they?
1: I think they'll have too much pace for Ballenya, to be honest. Um, but like like a lot of young teams, like Carina as well, you do see a wild variation in performance levels. We saw that the last day. law coming off the back of, of a great win the first day, and um, and dipped badly down the last day and the same thing with, with uh, Garner coming off the back of a good win and mm-hmm. they dipped and got caught as well so the consistency probably isn't there yet but I think this Crush La team is full of running I think they'll have too much for Balian Balian need, need to get huge games out of the lads who can get scores for them so McDermott McAvoy Moore uh, Keating those lads are all going to have to play well because they're going to need a lot of scores to beat this crushlock team because they can they can run with pace from all
0: angles mm, and they can score a lot. Yeah, and they hear Pierce Smith is back training with them as well, which will be a massive plus for them. Like he's a he's a player of real quality for me now. So if if they, if crushlock can get him back, now I don't think he'll be back for the Baranya game, but he should be back for round four or a quarter final if they make it, and that's a huge injection into that that Crush Law outfit so well, he was pulling
1: pints and Cronin's and ass on the night
0: I was in it and his technique was spot on alright you were having tea was it
1: <laughs> Luke's it
0: <laughs> Luke is it all the way looking ahead then on to Cavan Gales against Gauna in Lacken 6 o'clock on Saturday evening this will be a big crowd but Gauna will have to produce uh, a, a, a multiple of an improvement on their Shercock performance to compete with Cavan Gales. <sighs>
1: It's a very this is gonna be the most revealing game. This is gonna tell us an awful lot. It's gonna tell us two things. Have reports of Calvin Gale's demise been greatly exaggerated. There's a lot of people saying the Gales are vulnerable. Like that feeling is out there that the Gales are vulnerable at the moment. And it you can look at it one of two ways. Number one, as Kevin Kearney says sometimes about teams, the bellies are full. The bellies are full, they've got they've got their fill of it, they've got their medals. Maybe the hunger isn't just there at the minute. That's one way of looking at it. The other is they set such a high standard for themselves that that three games without a win, one was a draw and they lost one by a point, is almost a mini crisis for the girls. Mm. You know, and and in fairness, after after going eighteen months um, without losing a game, it probably is a mini crisis. It's definitely a blip on the on the chart. But Girona then, I, I, Garner are coming like as we know, and I think Girona are going to win a championship again. Um, but the question is, are they going to win it? When are they going to win it? Are they good enough to win a championship now? Are they good enough to take a big scalp now? It's going to, that's going to depend. The reason I think they're going to win a championship is because they have a couple of rare talents like Ocean Pearson, Key and Madden. How good are these lads? Are these lads good enough to be match winners at 19, 20 years of age against the Gales, the county champions? You know, yeah, it'll tell. It's a big ask. So that's why I'm saying this is going to be such a revealing game. I think that if if Gowna can, can be with the Gales, can be in the game with 15 minutes to go, we're going to get the answers to all these questions. If not, the kids could win, could feasibly win this game by fifteen points.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I, I I'd agree with you one hundred percent. are coming and and will if if their potential on chart is is worth anything, then they they definitely will win a, a senior championship. But potential and achieving potential are two very very different things. And and I think the Gowner, you know, maybe expected it to happen against Shercock. And it it didn't happen. You can't just turn on the light switch. You've got to be prepared to make it happen. And I don't think they were. And but you've seen them doing What, what about Mark McKeever, fullback? How is that going? He, he's playing very very well. Like and what he's bringing is they can get the ball out of defense very very quickly and, and very effectively. So while he he does his man mark and roll, he he also transitions the ball brilliantly for them. He's was always a great ball carrier, but yeah. his, he, But his foot passing was brilliant too. Yeah. And it was probably overlooked. Yeah, something. To be honest, if 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 I'm being honest against Shercock, I thought midfield gown were 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 swallowed up by 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 Killian Clark and um, one of the Clerkins in the midfield. I thought that they dominated, and uh, and then the gown of forward line for the period of the game that I saw which I had to leave before the end of it um, the Gowna forward line just malfunctioned altogether it didn't look like a, a cohesive unit in any way now Shercock you know got numbers back and and dwarfed and the space in Ballyhays which isn't an easy thing to do either but uh, the Gowna forwards look, looked kind of clueless on it now credit to Key and Madden he stepped up at the end and, and scored the the point from a long range free to 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 get the draw but you know, wasn't having a great game by his standards and I'm probably his biggest fan or one of his biggest fans anyway. But, you know, it's it's important too that while we often give a pass to a lad because he's young, you can give it once. You definitely can't give it twice. You know, he's 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 no longer a, a minor. He's a he's a he's an adult footballer. He's a senior now and an Ocean Pearson in the same bracket and, and maybe Going into other clubs, going into the killigarry boys, you know, youth is no longer a, a Well that's the
1: thing, like that's that's a good point. And and you know that that's what I mean about, about these Garner lads. We're we're kinda of sitting here saying, Well, I am sitting here saying I think they're gonna win a championship. But if they're gonna win a championship, you know, uh, these fellas are maybe nineteen twenty, um
0: they're they're going to need to be good enough now, really, yeah, to compete well, with the guys. Well, well, Why not? Like compared within the club, within within the club of Gowna, Mark McKeever at sixteen was good enough at senior championship consistently. Yeah. So was Paddy Brady before he got injured. Jared Pearson at seventeen, eighteen, definitely was 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 a huge impact on the senior team. Bring it back to Dermot McCabe at eighteen, nineteen was was good enough to make an impact. So. You know, these lads shouldn't be given off a pass just because they're they're eighteen, nineteen anymore. You know, right? You're allowed to have a dip, but the dip can't last too long if you're going to be good enough to to bring down over the line in the future. So, you know, the the pressure will build on these kind of boys. But, you know, I, I I wouldn't be afraid of that pressure. I think that pressure is something that all too often people say, oh, Jesus, not right on young fellas putting pressure on them. You'll only find out what they're made of and they'll only find out what they're made of when the pressure is on them. And the pressure's on them this weekend. Can they compete against this Cavan Gill's defence? Can they come out and and get scores when the pressure is on? Because they need a win. You know, Gowner. won't want to look for that last round, saying, "Well, we're on three points. You know, it's it's a must, must win in the last round." So they'll be looking out to say, "Well, we need definitely a performance is the minimum that Gowna need out of this game."
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I think so too, and I think that um, I think that we'll see it. I I think that that bit of a swagger's there on Gowna It's like a tribal thing nearly, mm. and they they will believe that they can go and beat the Gales. They, I That's why I say if they're in the game with fifteen minutes to go, I think they'd have the. The balls, pardon me, French, to go and win the game, whereas some teams just, just would not have the balls to beat Cavan Gales.
0: Yeah, I don't think they'll, they'll not like that. No, They won't like that. No, I agree with you. It'll be interesting, but I do think, I, I, I personally, Cavan Gales will just have too much experience, um, for for all of the youth that's involved in Gowna, for for all of them younger players to click on one day, at the, at the same time, it's it's a very difficult thing to happen, but. You know, it, it it's just about the performance. If Gowna can bring the performance, you know, that that's all I'd be looking for out of this one. Yeah. Keep keep it a close game for as long as possible and, and see if you can give yourself the opportunity to win it. That's that's a result either way for Gowna then. But um last game is Lavi against Killigari at six o'clock in Virginia.
1: Good game. Good game too. Hard game to call. Um I tipped Killigari in the paper, but it wasn't a very uh resounding of confidence from me because I think there's very little between these teams, and I do think Lavi coming off a win. I know from talking to some of them that they feel that the the team was lined up a lot better the last day. Um, Damien Smith back back in he was in Australia for a while. He's only home a few months. Back into the midfield, like he was one of the best players back in '09 when they were in the Ulster Intermediate Final and mm. did well. And he's kind of met up for the loss of Ray Cullivan Jerry Smith and Chris Conroy were brilliant the last day, and Shane Tierney in, in the half back line. Shane Tierney was brilliant. I don't know who they're going to put on Connor Smith. You'd imagine they might put Jerry Smith on Martin Riley, because you'd have the legs to run with him. Who can they put on Conor? That's what but, I'd be concerned about.
0: Yeah, and and that's that's the crucial thing for me. If Lavie can get the matchups and nullify Martin Riley and Connor Smith, I think Lavie will win this game. And yeah, I agree. I think that they have the pace, athletically. Jerry Jerry Smith. Has the ability to nullify Connor Smith. I don't think anybody else on the Lavi team has, and I think Chris Conroy, if he decided, could go and do the job of Martin Riley. Could you put Gilchrist on Martin Riley? So I was thinking he's got yeah. a great engine. Yeah, that's actually that's another option. Like they they probably have those options. They they have a few options there to go and, and try and nullify, but they have to they have to stop those two players. If you're going to beat Killegarry. You know, sorry. If you stop Martin Riley and Connor Smith, I dare to say nine times out of ten you'll beat Killegary. Yeah, I think so. I think that too. Yeah, and uh, Kilig- but Kiligary be look-
1: looking at and saying, look, if we can stop Shane Tierney Nine hundred out of bed, we, ten, we might beat Lavi because mm. I mean he's like and he's, if, brilliant. And, yeah. he's brilliant. Shane brilliant, brilliant little ball winner and a great score like in great feet.
0: That's it. And then if if you're if you're asking Jerry Smith or Chris Conroy to nullify the opposition, then you're stopping them. Yeah. So it's 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 the balance of the rest. Who has the stronger? So it's there's
1: there's a, there's a spread of scores on both teams. Like like um Darren McKenna has got a few scores, even though he's not really a ball player at centre back. He still goes forward. He's got a few scores. Fergal Clark will always get you a point or two Brian Shannon will get you a point or two mm. Dara Gannon's back there now he, he'll true. get you a point or two and the Lavi, Lavi are the same you know Lavi, like Tierney's their go-to forward in fact they're very similar when you break it down they both have that go-to forward um, and then they'll get scored like Darren Jordan will get you a couple of points um, Connerty, the wing forward he got a couple of points last day mm. Chris Conway will kick a few frees a few from play Carl Duke got a goal and a couple of points last day so but I still think Tierney and Smith—it could be a shootout between those two fellas—and I mean, then you have Jerry Smith and O'Reilly. Uh, yeah. pulling the strings around the middle It's that's the makings of a great game
0: <laughs> all I'm picturing is the Sky Sports you know the key battles <laughs> on this one it, uh, it, it will be a brilliant one I think this is it, it's got the makings of an absolute excellent game throwing to the fact that it's a neighbouring a neighbouring uh, neighboring clubs local derby I think it's going to be an absolute cracker but it's as I say Saturday evening at 6 o'clock in Dolan Park so uh, best of luck to all teams competing at both the Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Championship and the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship this weekend Um Briefly just to mention that there is the ladies I think it's the Kieran Service Station Intermediate Football Championship final is on at four o'clock in Kinalek between between um Arvik Kilishandra and the second team my my mind's gone blank on it. Arvikilishandra and um they're taking on this is in the ladies intermediate. Uh, is it Baileyborough? Baileyborough, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baileyborough. And then in the uh, Fresh Today Junior final, it's. Mount um, Nugent Muncher Connacht. Mount Nugent Muncher Connacht, and they're taking on Lavi. Lavi, yeah. So, and um, that's at two o'clock. So, get out to Crush a lot if you're interested in watching some of the ladies' games. Um, we'll move on now because we haven't had a chance to discuss the new Calvin manager yet. Um, yeah, I think maybe. If we touch on it, I think this deserves a pod on its own. It does. It does. We will we'll touch, we'll touch, on, touch on, on it very briefly. quickly, and maybe towards the end of the week, because we are on a Tuesday afternoon. We might do a second pod on 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 the full management. Um, but just briefly, happy happy with Mickey Graham. I am. Yeah, I think he's a Cavan man. Um,
1: I think you're right. He is. He's a definitely man. a Cavan man. <laughs> uh, he represented Cavan at all levels. The Graham family have have probably a unique record in Cavan, in that Mickey has Ulster under 21 and senior medals. Paul and Andy have Ulster minor and under 21 medals. So between the three of them, they've covered the three minor, under 21 senior. Um, all three lads have several senior championship medals as players. Mickey has also managed a, a junior, intermediate, and senior championship level and won them all. So that's a hell of a record. As players and managers, um, mm. they've, the family know know what it is to win championships. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so they're steeped in football. Like, And I think Mickey Graham has. has uh, is well regarded in the county as a good football man, and I think that uh, if Cavan hadn't got him, he'd have gone to Longford. And yeah. So, you know, it's not just that there's people in Calvin biased towards him or anything like that, he's well respected outside the county as well. Um, so, just w- to wish him the best of luck. I know I was very encouraged by the, co- the comments he's made in his first few interviews. Say he's made no secret of the fact that a priority is to get the best players out playing for Calvin, and we all know that. And, you know, I there's no point there's no point in being in denial about it. And I even a county board official I talked to before was kinda of saying, Oh look, the best players are there. So they're not. Like let's be honest here. Like there's good players there and no every fellow that's there is doing his best. But but we need to get um if you've got proven intercounty quality players out there, get them in. And Mickey also made the point about young lads. He was like we need to get young lads brought in there and he knows because he was in the Cavan team when he was nineteen or twenty and that was a very strong Cavan team. So there's, I, there's no reason why some of these younger lads can't step in. Yeah,
0: definitely so, definitely so. We'll look at as, as you said, I think it's vital that... Um, and, and Mickey has I've spoken to Mickey and he said that what he is going to do is talk to all of what he feels are the best players in the county and find out firstly if they want to play for Cavan. He said if they don't want to play for Cavan, then there's no more conversation. But if there's something small that's stopping them from playing for Cavan then we'll try to solve those problems. And I think that that was a beautiful way of putting it. But what we'll do is we will do a separate podcast later on in the week um, where we'll we'll discuss in-depth the cavern management and maybe look at say, a list of... We, we put together a team of non calvin players from 2018 that may be available for next year. So uh, get in contact with us on Instagram, on Facebook and on Twitter. And uh, don't forget to subscribe on... Um, iTunes, Soundcloud and uh, Castbox to the We Are Calvin podcast brought to you by Macavice Super Value Virginia, your hands up Paul
1: I'll just give you a, a taste of some of the comments
0: that come in on Instagram Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll hold them on We'll hold them We'll hold them on yeah. them, stay tuned to wearecalvin.com
1: Yes it was great, yes it was great, yes it was great stuff And Larry has put it over the bar It was hard, fast football after that You're in Calvin, nice yeah. Was
0: there a feeling that that
1: might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big town?
0: And then and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing
1: all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonough, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar,
0: Vincent Cahill. What a day he is having. Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin. Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah,